Welcome to the Handle with Care podcast. Self-care with a sacred connection to your wild feminine. Tap into your inner creatrix, find truth, love and healing and transform your inner conflicts into art. I'm Sarah Jane, creative healing coach, spoken word poet, feminist. Reminding you that your vulnerability is your path to freedom. Welcome to the Creative Healing Series on the Handle with Care podcast. In this series, I walk you through what it means to heal through the expressive arts, the psychology of creative healing, and most importantly, how you can heal your inner conflicts, traumas of the past and enrich your experience of life through creative healing. This series is your introduction to my work as a creative healing coach. The majority of everything I've learned in my career is built upon the great work of Natalie Rogers who died five years ago. Natalie Rogers was a pioneer in expressive arts therapy. Building on her father's work, she developed a multi-model, person-centered expressive arts process, which she named The Creative Connection. She wrote three books, many articles and led training all over the world, including Russia, England, Scotland, Ireland, Norway, Sweden, France, Italy, Germany, Japan, South Korea, China, Mexico, Argentina, Chile, Brazil and the US. Natalie trained with and was a colleague of her father, Carl Rogers. In her early professional years, she worked in a psychiatric clinic, a college counselling centre, and as a therapist in a school for emotionally disturbed children. After that, she went into private practice for 25 years. Her personal mission was to facilitate personal and planetary healing by incorporating the expressive arts in cross-cultural work. Natalie was an artist, feminist, activist, educator, psychotherapist and a mother of three. She evidenced all people have an innate ability to be creative. The creative process is healing. The expressive product supplies important messages to ourselves, to the individual. However, it is the process of creation that is profoundly transformative. Our feelings and emotions are an energy source. That energy can be channeled into the expressive arts to be released and transformed. Find out more about Natalie Rogers' expressive arts and creative healing at osarahjane.co.uk forward slash creative hyphen healing. Welcome to episode one of the Creative Healing series. So nice of you to join me. (laughs) A little content warning for this episode is the topic of suicide. So in this episode, I'm going to explain what exactly creative healing is, 
I'm going to share some of my own experiences of creative healing and give you some invitations of your own. But before I do, I want to address the creative wound that most of us have. Because I'm guessing it's already cropped up for you just by hearing the term creative. I have heard so many times that I'm not creative or I can't write poetry or I can't draw or I don't know how to be creative. And if you've ever said any of those statements, let me tell you, they are not only false, they are self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back from experiencing the healing that is possible through art and experiencing the pleasure that you can receive through art, lighting up parts of your mind and your heart that will inevitably enrich and deepen your experience of existence. Most people have what I called the creative wound because Most people have tried to be creative in an unsafe environment where we have been shamed, corrected, evaluated or graded. (laughs) Raw, unpolished and unfiltered creativity, like all other expressions of the feminine, has been oppressed by patriarchal societies for too fucking long. This has caused no end of problems. And this has left a deep creativity wound within us with a strong inner critic stealing our innate power to explore and express the parts of ourselves that the logical mind simply cannot. So our inner critic isn't our worst enemy, of course. Our inner critic speaks for many reasons to help us improve our behaviour, to approach life and projects effectively and thrive for performance. But the inner critic is not useful when it seeks to shame, embarrass or frighten us from being creative. That is the inner critic that's been conditioned to be that way. Creativity is not only a tool we can use for healing, of course, um, It can be used for many things like growth, pleasure, simply, you know, freedom of expression, um, a way of being, reconnecting with our inner child, all these things. And in my opinion, society has taken enough from us. (laughs) So it is time to reclaim our creative power and use this to step into our higher selves to enrich our experience of life. So that we can show up for ourselves, first and foremost, be confident and take ownership over our unique life expression, over who we are. Creative healing and the expressive arts are not new. Ancient cultures in every corner of the world did not separate the arts from their healing. Our ancestors understood that all aspects of ourselves must participate to experience a sense of wholeness and an abundance of life. So just like our ancestors, you have a right as well as a need 
to explore your innate creativity, to really combine all aspects of yourself, to be whole and experience what that feels like. Expand into your creative potential and create a pleasurable, emotionally free experience of life to form deeper connections, relationships and garner a stronger sense of self. So using the expressive arts to deepen um, and enhance a verbal psychotherapy has become a natural evolution of our time. More and more, you know, people are becoming aware of this need to engage in processes that really do integrate um, all aspects of self. This is where holistic therapy comes from, the body, mind, emotions and spirit. We cannot integrate all these parts without involving all aspects of ourselves. We do not become creative just by thinking about it. We reawaken our creativity by engaging in the process of creativity. And I say reawaken because there is not a child born on this earth who isn't creative or creatively expressive until someone or some system conditions them out of it. I'm definitely going to explore the creative wound later in this series in much more detail. So that's that bit. And now that you know that, that you have the innate ability to be creative and in fact it is your power and your right, let's talk about what creative healing essentially is. So creative healing is, would you believe, healing through being creative. Creative healing uses the expressive arts to foster a deep emotional release and heal from experiences of trauma, illness and inner conflict. The expressive arts include movement, art, writing, sound, music, poetry, meditation, dance, visual art, imagery, all that good stuff. And these expressive arts lead us into the unconscious. And this often allows us to express previously unknown facets of ourselves. And through this, we can bring to light new information and awareness. Art interrelates to what Natalie Rogers founded as the creative connection. That when we move in, in a movement practice or a dance or, or an embodiment practice, it affects then how we write or paint or create. And when we write or paint or create, it affects how we feel and think. And it's during the creative connection process that one art form stimulates and nurtures the other, 
bringing us to an intercore or essence, which is our life energy. A connection exists between our life force, whatever that is to you, you know, our inner selves, our spirit, our soul, and the essence of all beings. Therefore, as we journey inward to discover our essence, our wholeness, we discover our relatedness to the outer world. The inner and the outer become one. So as a creative healing coach, I focus on visual art, expressive writing, poetry, sound, movement, breathwork and embodiment to explore one's self strong emotions and our psyche. Over the past handful of years, I have really reawakened my sacred and wild feminine energy, which I believe truly is the key to harnessing the creative power that does exist within us all, regardless of what gender identity that you have. I describe the sacred wild feminine energy that is within us as naturally creative, watery, free-flowing, curious, vulnerable and sensual and again it has been oppressed by patriarchal societies for too long. This over-masculine dictation has caused so many problems particularly for shaming anything that represents the feminine. And this includes deep emotional work and authentic self-expression. So I use creative tools to foster a connection with one's inner child, to remind you of your worth, unpack trauma and debunk self-limiting beliefs. And through this, you can change your narratives around experiences of trauma and illness and nurture an intimate connection with yourself from a place of self-love and acceptance. Using the expressive arts for emotional healing and inner resolution will awaken individual creativity and enhancing one's ability to know themselves, express authentically, cultivate deeper relationships and enrich their experience of life overall. The expressive arts communicate in ways that language just cannot. Okay, and they truly do remind us of our innate power that we all have. And we can change our mind, body and life reality through this connection. So again, like our ancestors, everyone's ancestors knew that dance song, art, storytelling, we're all part of the same process. And that process is simply being a human. Because being a human is a creative act and expression. Creativity is your birthright. And it's an innate, it's an innate tool within you for emotional freedom. We just need the right conditions and facilitation our ancestors used the arts to form connections with each other and with oneself. 
and with the natural world. The movement-based arts help release trapped negative energy, trapped negative emotions that we store in our bodies. And the visual arts bring forth imagery and metaphor to work with, to understand and interpret our experiences. And the written and spoken arts like storytelling and poetry help us rewrite our narratives and create change in our experience of life. The creative process is about discovering the depths of ourselves by embodiment through the arts. It is not creating the perfect picture or dancing in rhythm. It is that wild feminine. It is messy, expressive, emotional and unlimited. We express by transforming our inner world into outer forms and altering our state of being. Creative healing is not concerned about the beauty of visual art, the grammar or style of writing, the harmonic flow of a song. We use the expressive arts to let shit go, to express and release so we can gain insight into ourselves. The art we create speaks back to us. And if we take the time to truly witness our expression and find deep-seated meaning, this process can create a new language for us to discover, to explore and experience ourselves. It is an emotional journey, but the expressive arts nurture one to see beyond our problems and take action for positive change. The idea with the expressive arts is to never bypass our emotions and never bypass or try to escape from our experiences of trauma that weigh us down, that burden us. The idea of the expressive arts are to use the arts to express these things express these experiences. Our feelings and emotions are an energy source. And that energy source can be channeled to be released and transformed. And to quote Natalie Rogers, the feelings of grief, anger, pain, fear, joy and ecstasy are a tunnel through which we must pass to the other side to self-awareness, understanding and wholeness. So let me give you an example of creative healing that I've experienced in my life. It's story time. <laughs> when I was 22, it had been just over two years since my father had committed suicide. And I was nearing the end of my Bachelor of Arts study in the Expressive Arts Therapies. So I decided to truly and wholeheartedly throw myself into the trauma of his death within the expressive lens, within visual art, embodiment and poetry. And I haven't stopped ever since. I cannot put into words just how much creativity has and continues to help me. 
in the first instance, uh, back when I was 20, 19, 20, um, then later at 22, it really helped me actually face his death because I was for some time burying it um, and how traumatic it was. Um, I wrote a lot about my pain and confusion and questions around his death. My father, bless his soul, he hung himself on the land of our family home. And my questions began with, as you would expect, why did he do it? And how do I make this pain go away? Death is more often than not a tragic experience and grief is one of the hardest things to live with. When death happens in a family or someone you know that you love passes away, you'll know this if you've experienced it, how we often become fascinated or obsessed with what death actually means and what happens when we die. So while I was struggling to actually, you know, come to terms with this over a couple of years, um, I, when I was ready, I guess, um, to really deal with it, I started writing about it as a third person, that I became the teller of the story of what happened to Jerry O'Hare and how his daughter, Sarah Jane, experienced the death of her father. In response to what I wrote, I drew pictures, made visual art, and found a great deal of significance in a very particular shade of blue. Um, so in this sense, I wrote a story, because this is this is how we live. We we live our lives through story, through what you're telling yourself right now. Where are you, who you are, what you're doing, listening to this podcast. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time writing this story. And I spent a lot of time using the expressive and reflective models, both in my own time and facilitated by professional arts therapists as part of my degree. Lucky me, I know. <laughs> you you gotta practice what you preach. Um, so yeah, these, the sessions, they, they can guide you through a type of journaling um, to help draw conclusions and use the power of metaphor to find meaning or at the very least, bring up those burdensome emotions that so that we can lessen the weight and see them at a distance. So next, following my storytelling, came turning this narrative into artwork and pieces of poetry. And, And I really love the poetry, y'all know this by now. <laughs> you know how much I love poetry. The beauty of poetry means that you can describe things that are usually just indescribable. So something I wrote during this time, when I think I was about 22, was, and this is from my journal, 
Swallowing your death was the closest thing to swallowing a humpback whale. It was fitting 40 tons of agony inside the body of a 19-year-old girl, who really was just a girl and not a woman. And it was sitting in an ocean of wet tissues and choking on the haunting of the whale's howls and cries, numbing the sound of the outside, forever having salt in my eyes and a giant gasping for water in my throat. So that's an example of something I I wrote in response to some of the artwork I was making and this then led my exploration of whales in my work, the imagery and the metaphor and the embodiment and simply just the colour of blue. And I began drawing images of this and using other ocean colours paired with embodiment, movement, sound, crying, imagining that my cries were truly the pitch of a whale because that's how they felt. And I would flicker back and forth between the arts until I no longer felt like I had swallowed a whale. And this was my facing of the trauma and releasing of the burden and releasing of the fear of feeling those deeply negative depressed emotions and this healing let me tell you was tremendous the arts helped me through every step of grief from the initial facing of the trauma to the anger to the regret and even to the grateful. And they continue to help me because <laughs> grief comes and goes throughout life. Using various arts in sequence heightens and intensifies our journey inward. And when we start by expressing ourselves through, you know, writing, for example, and move immediately to movement and sound. And then to painting or drawing, our art and our feelings will change. We can create from the unconscious and we will more often than not be very surprised by what appears because I was very surprised. To this day when I start an expressive arts practice, I never know what's going to come up or what's going to be born. But I always am grateful that I did it. And I always feel a level up. And even even sometimes when I feel a level down, when I really drop into those dark, troublesome emotions and traumas and experiences, the cathartic release, the energetic release and the emotional hangover is so worth it. It is so worth it. We can release layers of inhibition through this. Creative healing honours the full expression of our innate creative spirit rather than just parts of it. If you have ever found music or poetry to be healing, then why limit yourself to just that? So in wrapping up this episode to an end, this introduction into creative healing I want to say once more that the arts the expressive arts can help you discover your own intuition authenticity um, your own 
mythological and spiritual self. Each of us has our own mythos in life and we are all on a separate journey. There is a beginning and an end. There are peaks and valleys and challenges and victories and we are involved in the writing of our own stories. So to quote Natalie Rogers once more, creativity is like freedom. Once you taste it, you cannot live without it. It is a transformative force, enhancing self-esteem and self-empowerment. So thank you for listening to this episode. And now that you've made it to the end, I invite you to click the link in this episode's bio for a short creative healing exercise that will cultivate a sense of self-love, or at least help you cultivate a sense of self-love. This is something that I've done and that I talk you through. It takes anything from 20 to 40 minutes, but once you start, you might want to spend even longer in the process, because I know I did. Um, And I would advise wearing your most comfy clothes. It is the perfect before bed practice. All you'll need is a blank page or a sketch pad, drawing media of your preference. I just love plain and simple colouring pencils and some pen and paper to journal or you can use your laptop if you prefer to journal digitally. If you decide to indulge into this creative practice for self-love, please reach out to me and let me know your thoughts. Love and moonlight for the cycle ahead. May you peel back the layers of yourself one expression at a time to find your limitless worth, truth and love. And of course, remember to Always, always handle with care.